Percy, help me understand, why are memories of past successes important for future challenges we confront? Because, Wayne, a memory can summon courage, hope, and strength, just as it did for King David when he faced Goliath. Memories have power, and that's why so many scriptures begin with, do not forget. Let's talk about it. All right, let's do that. Coming up shortly, someone who declared she was going to live by any means necessary by drawing strength by remembering what the Lord had done for her in times past. Stay with us. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. So glad you've joined us now. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Percy, you're always so full of faith and hope and joy. It's great to see you again. It's good to be alive and well on planet Earth. And likewise, my friend, it's good to see you also. We will meet our guest here in a few moments. Uh, this is a lady who has gone through a lot. Breast cancer, she's a survivor, but she's an author. A singer. I mean, what doesn't Nicole do? You know, when I met her several years ago, about five years ago, I had the opportunity to meet her. I said the exact same thing. I met her (laughs) pastor. Uh, We just had a wonderful time. And this is a busy lady. (laughs) Yeah, we'll meet her in just a few moments here as we talk about living by any means necessary. Hey, let's look at our question of the week. Here it is. What memories of past victories performed by God did you remember to help you fight future battles? Again, that fits right in with our program here today. What memories of past victories performed by God did you remember to help you fight future battles? We'd love to have your response to that. You can do that simply and easily at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Connect. The drop-down menu will give you a chance to type in your response. And please let us hear from you this week as other listeners have responded to other questions, Percy. Yeah, we have a response from someone from Boston, Mass., and the question of the day at that time was, how has being a part of a community of people affected by cancer benefited you? And their response was this, benefits of being part of a community through my cancer journey afforded me many helping hands to reduce my stress from many day-to-day activities. And Mm -hmm. as my mom used to tell me, many hands make little work. And so in this particular case, there's one of the benefits of being connected to a community as this particular person understood it uh, with regard to help and support. Yeah. Well, we ask these questions because we can encourage each other, just as I'm sure many people were encouraged by that answer just now uh, and challenged by that answer just now. So thank you for taking time to respond to our question. Once again, this week's question, what memory of past victories performed by God, did you remember to help you fight future battles? Answer at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, let's turn to the scripture before we meet our guest today. With that being said, our scripture, our spiritual nugget is found in Psalms 103, 1 through 5. And again, it helps us to understand some things that'll come out of this discussion. So listen carefully. Uh, verse 1 through 5, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, and who satisfies your mouth and good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Today, we're going to understand the power of this scripture as it was played out in the life of the person that you'll hear from shortly. Yeah, I love that Psalm 103 and come back to it very, very often. So thanks for sharing that with us as we begin here today. 
Ever wanted to find answers to your cancer-related questions? With Cancer Center for Alexa, now you can. The Cancer Center for Alexa skill is a voice-activated question and answer tool empowering users to ask Alexa questions they may have about cancer or services available at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The skill can answer over 800 questions on more than 40 different cancer types, symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options. Now, to access this tool, you or anyone you support can simply say, Alexa, enable Cancer Center to any Amazon device. And you can also access this tool on any smartphone by downloading the Alexa app. So even if you don't have the smart speaker, download the app to your smartphone, the Alexa app, the Cancer Center for Alexa tool. Percy, let's meet our guest now today. You recorded this earlier as you uh, talked with Nicole Surrett here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Well, I'm super excited today. I have someone um, that I'm excited about, and I'm always excited when we have uh, individuals on the show to talk about their journey of being a cancer patient uh, and talk about their clinical care and how their faith uh, empowered them. But we have someone today uh, that I think that you're going to be blessed by hearing. She is an author, a singer, uh, as well as a uh, public speaker. Uh, her name is Nicole Surrett. She uh, was formerly a breast cancer patient, originally diagnosed June 2011, and today uh, she is a thriver. She has written a book called The Voice of Victory in the Valley, Diary of a Breast Cancer Thriver. And so we want to hear from this thriver, someone who has been there, done that, and as I often like to say, has the T-shirt to prove it. Welcome to the show today, Nicole. How are you doing, dear? I am excellent. Thank you so much for the invitation. Well, when I was told that you were going to be on the show by the folks that uh, kind of sets up all of our interviews, I, I literally thought I was going to jump out of my shoes uh, because I know of some of your story. We've spent time together. We met uh, well over five years ago. And so today uh, to have you on this platform uh, is super, super exciting. And so with that being said, let's talk about uh, spe specifically the fact that you've written a book. You've been through cancer. Uh, you've done treatment, clinical care. You treated at Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Philadelphia. Uh, you have gone on now. You're, you're no longer in treatment. Uh, you're thriving. You're surviving. And you have all of these outreaches that you are now engaged in. Uh, let's talk a little bit about specifically the book, The Voice of Victory in the Valley, Diary of a Breast Cancer Thriver, what motivated and inspired you to write this book? The book actually sat on my desk for three years. Mm. And I knew that it, it had to be publicized. It, I had to get it off of my desk and into the hands of the reader. Um, for me, many times people would say to me, if you didn't tell me you had a diagnosis, I would not have known because you didn't seem to have missed a beat. Mm. But what people didn't know is what I would go through when I would come home to an empty house. And I can remember the first time when I got my diagnosis, coming home from work after receiving that phone call, walking through the door, and how loud the silence was yeah. just yeah. in hearing the word cancer. Mm. And sometimes people think that when you have cancer, that's all you have is cancer. Right. Well, no, you have life and all of its interruptions with which to deal. So I wrote the book because I wanted to give people a behind the scenes look at what happens when you receive a cancer diagnosis. 
what happens physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, occupationally, relationally, the whole nine yards, because it's more to it. You know, people don't understand when you come home and you take off that wig and you've got a visual reminder. Yeah. Or you take yeah. off your clothes and you see the scars, more visual reminders. Yeah. So I wanted yeah. them to really peek into my diary. It starts the day that I was diagnosed. It ends on my last day of chemotherapy treatment. And I just really just put it all out there because I wanted to be real with people to see what an emotional roller coaster cancer really is. Well, and I think that it's so important, Nicole, um, because obviously uh, those who are listening or someone that is listening today who has who is or has been on a journey of cancer knows that it is a roller coaster ride. It's a journey. It's a it's 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 a marathon in many cases. It's not a sprint. Mm -hmm. And as you said, uh, I think the key thing of everything that you articulated is that just because you are a cancer patient, we forget that there are other things that you are dealing with. You don't just and only have cancer. You have life that happens to you. So with that being said, Nicole, before we talk about your book, let's first discuss those early days when you were told that you had cancer. Who did you initially speak with for support? When I got my diagnosis, my first call was to my second mom. It was not to my biological mom because she was in a nursing home dealing with Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. So I called my second mom who knew a lot about health and wellness. And she told me I needed to call the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. So that's what I did the following day. But my very next call was to my spiritual mom because I knew that in addition to the expertise of the medical professionals, there was no way I was going to get through this without God. Okay. I knew that I was going to need him in a different way. So my spiritual mom, you know, helped me with that. That conversation ended in prayer. And I sat there at my kitchen table at the time I was a single mom with two children in college. I had a nice cry. And in the midst of those tears, Reverend Percy, God got my attention. And he reminded me that years ago when I was on Separated Street and Divorce Drive, mm that everything that my children needed, he provided. Everything that they needed, everything that I needed. And I said to myself, oh yeah, that's right. Mm. And because he did that, I knew that he could handle a cancer diagnosis. So at that point, my goal was living by any means necessary. Okay. And when I say any means necessary, I have been taking care of myself since high school. Mm. So by the books, I have been doing all of those things that are recommended to avoid any type of diagnosis. But not only did I get a diagnosis, I got an advanced stage diagnosis at that. Okay. So I knew that there was purpose in my diagnosis. It took me a couple of years to figure out what the purpose was, mm. but I found it out. So by any means necessary for me, that meant adding some new things to my diet, like strawberries blueberries, mm. tomatoes, you know, antioxidant containing um, foods Okay. because I never liked those. Now I love them. Yeah. So that's an example of what I mean by any means necessary. And in the book, you know, it's, it's about being real, not only with myself, but being real with God. And it's not that he doesn't know because yeah. he knows our thoughts before they even come out of our mouth. Mm -hmm. But what I did in the book 
it is the chapters are actually by month. So every month I'm writing down my experiences, my wins, you know, those not so good days, you know, when I couldn't get chemotherapy because my white blood, my white blood cell counts were too low. Yeah. And my journey should have taken six months, but it took longer than that because of one delay after another delay. You know, three months after my diagnosis, I lost my mom. Okay. So now I'm dealing with a diagnosis. I'm dealing with a death. Yeah. And I'm working full time and just having to manage all of that. And you mentioned that I am a singer. And a few years ago, I recorded a CD called Inspired to Breathe. Mm. And those songs were written as I when I was going through my divorce, which was one of the darkest periods of my life. Yeah. And those songs came back to me now that I'm dealing with this diagnosis. So what I did is every chapter starts with either an inspirational quote that I had or a verse to the song. And one of the songs that is in this book is called I Trust You, Lord. Mm. And here is one of the, the verses. I know I cannot handle this. I place it in your hands. You know how the pieces fit. I'll do as you command. I trust you, Lord. And then a few chapters later, I wrote, you can trust God. Can God trust you? Ah. And so I knew that there was purpose again in my diagnosis and that, you know, the word tells us that he doesn't give us more than we're able to bear. So he trusted me with this diagnosis on this journey. I call it my pink sea journey. Hmm. So if you think of the Red Sea, you know, Moses led the children of Israel through. Right. Okay, I'm on this pink sea journey. I need to be giving back to my, my I call them my, uh, my survivor sisters. Okay. My bosom buddies. And so that's part of what I do now. Well, in hearing that, that whole uh, explanation and, again, and motivation for uh, the book itself, uh, you're absolutely correct. What is uh, absolutely true that I've understood from listening to cancer patients and um, and I myself uh, and I, I did not tell you this, that last year I was diagnosed with stage one colon cancer. And so uh, and I'm doing well, thriving and surviving as well. I have survived that 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 surgery. Uh, I understand very clearly in a more profound way how cancer can be uh, can propel purpose in people in ways that really uh the average person may not think of or consider, but what can be birthed out of a cancer experience uh, helps to give great explanation uh, for the motivation of your book. Having said that, uh, let's first of all tell people how they can actually get a copy of The Voice of Victory in the Valley, Diary of a Breast Cancer Thriver. How can they reach you to get that? Your listeners can go to my bookstore, that website address is www.nicoleinspires.com. And if you don't mind, I'd like to spell that. Please. My name is spelled a little differently. So it's Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-L-E, Inspires, I-N-S-P-I-R-E-S.com. I'm happy to autograph the book and it will arrive in a hot pink envelope so that you cannot <laughs> miss it. And uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk about the, the just really briefly the title. Please. So my name, Nicole, means victory. I've always known that Nicole means victory, but it wasn't until my, my bishop did a series on knowing the meaning of your name 
that I realized in order for me to experience a victory, that means I have to go through some battles. Ah. I just wanted to have the victory celebration, the ticker tape parade. <laughs> so I, I, I share that because knowing that my name means victory, when things happen to me, like a diagnosis, I know that victory is on the other side. So I just have to keep moving forward. I have to keep stepping forward in faith. And it's in, it's called the voice of victory in the valley because I would rather be in the valley with God mm -hmm. than on a mountaintop without him anytime, wow. anytime. And when you mention purpose, I have something written, written on the back of the book about how private pain in the valley can lead to a path of purpose, a purpose that cancer can't kill. Because you know as well as I know, cancer was regarded as the big C. Yeah. Well, it's not the big C. It's the little C. Yes. The big C is reserved for Christ and him alone. Amen. So I'm clear on that. I'm clear <laughs> on that. Well, and again, it's one of the reasons why I was so excited about having you on the program. Someone is listening today that needs to hear exactly that, but they need to hear that from someone who has who has been in the valley. It's easy to stand on top of the mountain and tell people, hey, come up here and, you know, you can do it. But until you have actually walked in the valley yourself and then traversed that, uh, you really, really don't get to speak to that in an authentic way. And you certainly qualify to do just that at the end of the day. And so I'm grateful uh, for your journey, for your testimony. Uh, along with the book that you have written, you also are a public speaker. You're out uh, uh, on the road, you know, talking to different groups uh, uh, and, and sharing your message, uh, sharing your journey. Uh, share a little bit about uh, some of the things that you're 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 discussing uh, with different groups. And there may be someone that may want to reach out to have you come speak to their local church, their women's group, their cancer care ministry. Let's talk a little bit about what are some of the things that you're discussing and that you're sharing with the gift that God is giving you from a public speaking perspective. Sure thing. My platform as a speaker is health and wellness as a lifestyle with an emphasis on stress management. Okay. I believe that stress played a huge part in my diagnosis. Mm. You know, I shared that I was divorced. Uh, my mom was, you know, dealing with Alzheimer's. I got a diagnosis. And, you know, I thought that I was handling my stress. But when I look back, I was really busy. Mm. And so that's why stress is, you know, one of the my focal points, because I don't want women to wait until they get a diagnosis of any type for that to be the wake up call that forces them to start paying more attention to their health and wellness practices. Yeah. And I do, of course, you know, talk about breast cancer education and breast cancer awareness. Um, if anybody is interested in having a further conversation with me, my website address for speaking engagements, www.inspired, starts with the letter N. Sorry, but N is the best letter of the alphabet. <laughs> Yay. So it's N-S-P-I-R-E-D by B-Y, Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-L-E.com. And I would be more than happy to uh, have a conversation to see how I can be of service to your organization. Fantastic. Well, uh, with the few minutes that we have left, and, and we need to have another conversation because there's still other things that you're doing that we simply couldn't get into this segment, and we'll do that uh, and circle back at another time. 
with the few minutes that we have left, Nicole, and thank you so much for, for taking time out of your very busy schedule. As a cancer survivor, as a cancer thriver, and, and I think we can use those terms with a full-throated endorsement based upon all that you are doing and that the Lord has allowed you to do, what is uh, one thing that um, fuels your hope? What energizes your hope to do what you do? I guess I could sum it up to one word is Christ. Hmm. You know, my hope is in Christ. Mm. You know, he knows how all of the pieces fit, as I alluded to earlier in that lyric from the song. And I just want people to know that you have to be willing and ready to fight. And fight for me is my acronym. Hmm. Faith in God helps you through. You need faith. You need hope. And you find all of that strength and joy, even in the cancer journey. You know, one of one of my sayings is every day is a good day. (laughs) Some are just better than others. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when it rains, I don't get upset by rain. It's liquid sunshine. Mm -hmm. You know, God is doing as long as he's on the throne. We are okay. So you need we need to have our hand in his hand because he knows the way he's giving us that light, that lamp on our path. We just need to keep our eyes on him and not be distracted because things aren't happening in our time. But his time is always perfect. Today, you have heard from the one and only Nicole Surrett. I call her a super advocate. She's been there. She's done that. And she has the T-shirt to prove it, uh, that one can thrive and survive potentially through a battle of cancer. And so be encouraged today. Thank you so much, Nicole for your giftings, for your time, for your talent. Uh, You have heard from Nicole. Thank you. Be well and be blessed. Until the next time, this is Reverend Percy McRae on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Take care. Our thanks to Percy, and we'll talk with him again here in just a moment on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, a comprehensive cancer care network. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE, H-O-P-E. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And you can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And personally, we always remind our listeners as well that at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual help is provided as desired by the patient. That's absolutely correct. So again, the patient drives the bus. Uh, We are there to provide their needs and not the other way around. And so again, when that is desired and needed and asked for, uh, we are staffed and prepared uh, to respond to that appropriately and quickly as as it pertains to spiritual support to all patients and their caregivers. Yeah. Let me point out that we offer a free resource each week. This week, it's Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients. You can download this. Percy has taken the time to put it together. It's so helpful. You can download it free of charge at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, talk about a person full of faith. Uh, We met one today, didn't we, with Nicole? This is a tremendous woman. I've met her. I've had opportunity to spend some time with her and her husband and her, and her pastor in Delaware. 
And and the thing that, that really rises to the surface here is that Nicole is a person that simply decides that she's going to go for it and she's going to do certain things and she's just not letting anything get in her way. The determination and the will and the spirit of this woman of God is tremendous. And you feel that energy as soon as you step into her presence. Yeah. She has a way with words, too. I, I, I loved how she described that moment when she received some bad news. She described it as a loud silence. Well, it's interesting. People who hear cancer, and I've talked to many of them, obviously, over the years, uh, I've heard it articulated many different ways, but this is definitely one of the more profound uh, idioms in which she described this, that, you know, there was just a loud silence. Because when you hear the word cancer as it relates to you, and now that I've, I've been in that situation, it's the only thing that you hear at that exact moment. And as one particular patient shared with me many years ago, it's the only word that you hear in loud capital mm. letters in your head, and you hear mm. nothing else primarily after that for a period of time. So yeah. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah articulation of that. Yeah, indeed. It was very meaningful to me to hear her say that. Uh, Also, she talked about the fact that what she has learned and is able to help other people cope with is the fact that, you know, even though you get a cancer diagnosis, it's not the only thing you're going through at the moment. It's true. Cancer patients have other dynamics, whether it be physical, mental, or emotional, that that is going on in their life, as it was in Nicole's particular case. uh, She had a mom that was not Uh, physically available to her, not doing very well. Uh, She had worked through some relational challenges uh, just before she was diagnosed. So the point to be made is that cancer is just something else that typically gets added onto the list of day-to-day stuff, if you will, that people are dealing with that then they have to uh, prioritize to manage while they're still working through other Uh, issues and struggles that they may be confronted with at that particular time. And maybe that's where we can step in and help people deal with some of those other things that you have to deal with in life. You know, you can't just put life on hold, can you? Well, it's one of the fundamental reasons why, as I often say, that uh, cancer is not an individual sport. Uh, Cancer patients need and and at some point uh, hopefully will reach out to others for support to help them manage, talk through, decompress, again, prioritize uh, elements and aspects of what's going on with them uh, with the cancer process and the other things in their day-to-day life. They have children, they have work relational situations, so on and so forth. So what was interesting for Nicole with regard to that, she was able to transition through and work through that as she talked with uh, a spiritual mom. Yeah, I was so impressed with the fact that she had someone she reached out to intentionally. You know, her, her mother, for health reasons, wasn't available to her at that time. But she took the initiative to reach out to someone else, and you've got to do that. She did. She had a pastor. She had a spiritual mom. She had another uh, elderly lady in her life that she could turn to. So she drew upon the support and help that was around her and afforded to her, and it helped her to get to a place where she stated that she knew ultimately that there was a purpose in her diagnosis, but it took her a couple of years to figure out what that purpose was. But she eventually found that and 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 found her passion. And now she is what I call a super advocate yeah. <laughs> uh, as she's going out into the community and into the highways and the byways. And she now is a, a cancer champion in terms of talking about cancer and equipping and empowering others and particularly women and women of color mm-hmm. uh, who may be working through some healthcare disparities and some challenges that may not feel heard or have a platform that she has expanded her reach and her and her uh, uh, her growth of who she is as an individual. And she took being a cancer patient 
to a whole different dynamic of being a cancer champion on yeah. behalf of other people. Yeah, I love her determination. As a matter of fact, we took the title for our program from her determination here, Living by Any Means Necessary. That is correct. She, When she made that statement, it was, it was jaw-dropping when I heard it because it was so profound because we're talking about the determination and the decision, the intentionality that I'm living, I'm not dying, and whatever I have to do, whatever is necessary, I am going to do just that to move forward. And she did, and she has, and now she's impacting the lives of so many other people. Yeah, with her book, her music, her declaration <laughs> that, you know, I trust you, Lord, her song. I mean, she did mention her website, and we'll put her website in our program notes for anyone who didn't get a chance to jot it down as she spoke it. But it'll be in our program notes at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Right, Percy? You'll do that? I absolutely will do that because <laughs> okay. this is someone that I would imagine many people uh, will want to reach out to. And she wants you to reach out to her uh, as she has intentionally put herself into the public space of the cancer continuum and to in- inspire others to move forward. And so with that being said, I will, we will make sure okay. that we have her contact information Excellent. in the show notes. Excellent. <laughs> well, again, our thanks to Nicole for sharing all that she shared with us today, uh, a lady of faith here today. Let's remind listeners, we're looking for an answer to the question of the week. Do you want to repose the question for us, Percy? Yes, sir. And that is this. Based upon Nicole's statement uh, that she made earlier in the show, what memories of past victories performed by God did you remember to help you fight future battles? Remember, Nicole said that she sat down and the Lord began to remind her of the things that uh, she had been through before and how she's come through that. And that was a very uh, transformative moment for her mentally and emotionally on how she looked at and began to address the cancer diagnosis that sat before her. Right. All right. We look forward to your answer at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on connect and the drop down menu there will give you a chance to type in your response. Healthhopeandinspiration.com, where you can also get this week's free resource, Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients. This whole program has been (laughs) Inspirational (laughs) Thoughts for Cancer Patients, but we have a resource by the same name, Percy. Absolutely. And it's designed to do just that, to provide inspirational quotes and statements. It's topically outlined. And so there is a plethora of uh, uh, things that you can recite, that you can share. Just download the entire document, send it to someone. It's a free document. Freely have I received and they'll freely, therefore freely share you give. And that's the point of this exercise. It will certainly encourage whoever you send it to. Healthhopeandinspiration.com is the starting point. Well, I want to say thank you to the many listeners who have subscribed to this podcast now. Uh, I don't know the latest numbers, but I know God is providing uh, wonderfully through this program to meet the needs of a lot of people. Absolutely. And interestingly enough, I'll share this information. I didn't share it with you earlier, Wayne, and I forgot. Uh, There's one particular group that kind of takes a look at podcasts and, and measures their effectiveness. And as of this recording, we are in the top 2% of 1,800,000 different podcasts that are out there in this space. We're in the 2%, top 2% wow. Praise of, God. of podcasts. Praise God. So continue to yep. share and expand our reach yep. uh, to a community of people that will be blessed and inspired by health, hope, and inspiration. Pass the word around that this podcast is available at Apple Podcasts. It's available on our website, first of all, healthhopeandinspiration.com, but also Apple Podcasts and many other podcast platforms, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Well, let's return to God's Word for our final word of inspiration today. 
Well, now that we heard from Nicole and she was reminded, she said she sat down at her table and she was reminded about what God had done for her in past scenarios and situations that then she knew that she could face and ultimately overcome cancer. Listen to what the word of God has to say about this school of thought. Psalms 103 verses one through five says this, our spiritual nugget for today, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. Remember not to forget is how I want to say that. Forget (laughs) not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities. What are the benefits of God? He forgives all of our iniquities, who heals all of your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. That is in 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 long form, that is in short what we heard today from Nicole and yes. her testimony of how she's moved from being a cancer victim to a cancer survivor and a thriver and now encouraging others Again, remember not to forget what God has done for you in the past. What he's done for you in the past, he can yield still yet do for you in the future. God will keep his promises because he is a promise keeper. God bless you. And that, as they say, is a wrap for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Center of America. Thank you, brother. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Remember, we've got work to do. Keep chopping the wood. God bless. And join us again for health, hope, and inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.